2: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We want to mention our sponsor today on Smart Companies Radio, Kelly Warner Law. To learn more about Kelly Warner's internet defamation and trade libel legal practice for entrepreneurs and professionals, head on over to kellywarnerlaw.com forward slash infographic. That's dot com forward slash infographic. You can also click on the logo on the Ithinkbigger.com website. How many of you as business owners think that you want to do something for the community but you think you don't have the resources, you think you don't have time, a number of different obstacles that really are surmountable if you just plan right and if you make yourself aware of the many opportunities that are available here in Kansas City to participate in the larger community, because after all, whenever we try to lift up the community, it's a better place for us to do businesses as well. And our guests today are two people who are doing just that. The first is Kurt Miles. He is the president of Affinity Charitable Resources. He's going to tell us a little bit about what that is, but his lifetime work before he started working with Affinity Charitable Resources with Mike Wren is uh, the Special Olympics. And he actually helped take the Special Olympics to China, so we'll let him again talk about that. And then our second guest today is John Wiley. He is the founder, the person, the the motivator behind River of Refuge. That's one of the projects, with or initiatives within Ren Charitable Resources. But John is a pastor, an unconventional one at that, and he. Teaches love and compassion through his passion for the community and his mentoring of people in the community. River of Refuge is uh, an initiative that John got behind in order to help some of the people in our community who are living in high-rent motels trying to keep their families together uh, to get them on their feet and to be able to eventually afford housing of their own. So we're here to talk with them today about their efforts and how it is raising up the entire community. Welcome to the show today.
3: Thank you. Glad
2: to have you here. So, Kurt, let's start with you. Uh, You have, like I said, you've been involved with the Special Olympics. And, I mean, what what has drawn you to uh, this kind of work?
3: Uh, You know, I think it was my background, my father uh, working in the White Lily Cafe and uh, him firing me and hiring a person with intellectual disability from the uh, state hospital outside of town to come in and take my place uh, and then volunteering me uh, to the hospital uh, to work with uh, Special Olympics was really what got me involved in, in I guess, community service. Uh, so I owe it to my father.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the time, you probably didn't think it was a really good deal, I imagine. But I was
3: thinking it was a pretty bad deal exactly. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> it was It was a little humiliating being replaced by someone from, uh, in those mm-hmm. days, you know, the people with intellectual disability, the term was mental retardation yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the correct terminology is intellectual disability, and, and back then, it uh, wasn't too cool to be replaced by one of those people, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, went out uh volunteered for special olympics became really good friends with earl mcnames who replaced me And uh, the rest is history, so to speak.
2: Yeah, well, tell us. uh, Maybe some of our listeners aren't quite familiar with that history. So tell us about Mm -hmm. your journey through the Special Olympics, taking it to China, and how you ended up at Ren Charitable Resources.
3: Yeah, well, it started back in the 70s right after college. I was actually uh, the youngest uh, CEO ever hired by the Kennedy family to to run Special Olympics. I started with Special Olympics Kansas. We were actually uh, operating on a $30,000 a year annual operating budget. That was wow. not my salary. That right. was the annual operating budget. <laughs> uh grew it. Uh ended up uh, going to Special Olympics uh, in Washington uh, at the international offices uh, to do some projects, and, and uh, then ult- ultimately ended up traveling to different places around the world to, to take Special Olympics to those countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, most, I, I guess... Uh, uh recently China. I spent nine years going to China mm-hmm. uh gosh, six, eight trips a year and uh worked uh to build that program. Uh we uh ended up having the World Special Olympics Games in Shanghai, China, paid by the Shanghai municipal government and uh Turned over the keys to Deng Pu Feng, one of the great leader's sons, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, it's now the largest uh, special effects program in the world.
2: It is, and I've heard you talk about it before. I mean, it's remarkable, it's a lot of the doors that you've opened and the lives that you've changed because of that.
3: Yeah, we're really proud of that, uh, especially in China, because when we had gotten in there, they really had not officially even recognized that there were people with intellectual disability mm-hmm. in their community. Uh, in their country, and uh, in a meeting with the Jiang Zemin, we kind of tricked them and took Arnold Schwarzenegger in before he was a politician. (laughs) So it kind of blew all the protocols out the window and... Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, Jiang Zemin was a big movie buff, and, and in our delegation, we put some people with intellectual disability from China. Once he recognized them, uh, the, uh, all the ministries had to uh, start yeah, uh, doing work. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
2: Exactly. How did you get hooked up with Mike Wren and his charitable foundations? Uh,
3: I've known Mike for way too many years to <laughs> even acknowledge, but uh, he st- uh, at rugby practice at Swope Park, he uh, signed me up on the hood of his car to an insurance product that uh help pay for my first home uh through injuries that i sustained i got uh, it was a double indemnity policy he kids me that it's uh the, the the organization that had put it out uh, pulled it but just because of me uh all the injuries i sustained but uh, we we've been stayed friends and uh after i uh, retired from the special olympics Mike asked me to coffee and uh, told me what he was up to and doing some pretty successful stuff in the real estate world and asked if I would come and help him with some philanthropic things.
2: What are some of the projects that you're working on through the foundation?
3: Well, really, we, we've we just started with one that I had a passion about. Mike' first question was, what are you passionate about? Are you still passionate about Special Olympics? And of course I am, but I said, I'd like to do something different, and I saw a news report about the the river of refuge and john wiley and and we went out and met john and uh, we became instant buddies and uh, just really believed in what he was doing. And, and so that's really what we've focused on so far is is, is the River of Refuge.
2: And it's a big project, John. Uh, you know, we, we've written this up uh, to a certain extent in Thinking Bigger. Uh, it's been a story, a cover story in Community Investor. I know it's gotten a lot of media within the Kansas City area. Uh, tell us, for some of the people who may not have caught uh, the many times it's been in the media, t- give us some background on it. What, how did you get involved? With it.
0: Well, uh, good morning. I got involved because it's directly connected to people, real people with real stories. And so it becomes big Mm -hmm. because people matter, you know, what they're going through. I appreciate what Kirk just said, you know, uh, about those people. Mm -hmm. It's interesting with the term we use, those people. And those people, you know, everybody has a different protocol for who those people are. Typically, those people are the ones that we have disassociated from for whatever personal reason. And so for for me, those people were the people that were living in pay-by-the-week motels who should have known better. Why would they pay double the rent? Mm -hmm. Those people, they should know better. Why are they having their children sleep on the floor for Mm -hmm. five or six years in a pay-by-the-week motel? Shouldn't they know better? And so, you know, it kind of got up in my face when I started realizing the stories of those people. Their children are enrolled in my school district. Every school district in the metro area has motel families enrolled, every school district. It's not an inner city problem.
2: No, it's not.
0: There's hundreds of families that fit into this. Here's what I discovered. Those people, they have jobs. They go to work every day. They have to in order to live in a pay-by-the-week motel because you have no tenant rights. Mm -hmm. If you don't pay this week's motel rent, you're out, you're homeless, you're at one of our uh, homeless shelters, which we have many great organizations. But I realize these families, those people, they're one missed paycheck away from becoming homeless in a shelter
2: which it's is what they're trying to avoid in the hotel to begin or motel exactly. to begin Exactly. They're with, trying right?
0: to keep their family together, right? Because there's very few resources in our metro area for family units to stay together in a homeless shelter. There are a few, but typically the mom and the dad uh, get broke up, mm-hmm. take the gals to the women's shelter and the men to the, and so it breaks up the family unit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this led to me discovering real folks who live not far from me, enrolled in my school. Uh, school district, shopping in my grocery store. They became names and people to me. Right. And so I started advocating for them one at a time to get them out, to hear their story, to get them into a home. I started doing this years and years ago just because it was the right thing to do. And um, then it kind of kept growing. Pretty soon I was helping five or six families. Pretty soon I'm spending thousands of dollars a month matching funds with them to get them out. And it led one day to me driving past that, past that former hospital. Mm-hmm. And I saw that hospital had been vacant 10 years and connected the dots. Yeah. And I said, you know, that, that building could be used for my families. And uh, so uh, being a real estate entrepreneur and mm-hmm. an investor, with, I just realized I could bring my business skills to bear Upon doing the right thing, so we made a move and bought that hospital so our families that live in these motels with kids can live there rent-free as long as they open a savings account, Mm -hmm. put money that we can verify to get first month's, last month's security deposit, move into stable housing, get out of those pay-by-the-week motels.
2: Right, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, I want to talk more in-depth about the project, uh, how you started recognizing these kids. You kind of skipped over that part of it, but that's a fascinating story, part of the story as well. And then what your program is like and whether or not this can be replicated in, in other areas perhaps. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
1: Looking to establish your brand as an industry leader? Want to deliver helpful, relevant content to your niche audience? Look no further. Our staff at Custom Publishing can produce branded newsletters, magazines, podcasts, and so much more. We'll take you from concept to distribution or assist you with any stage in between. Writing, editing, design, audio production, voiceovers, digital, print. If you have a communication need, we have a solution. Call 913-831-8100. Call us today and discuss the possibilities. That's 913 831 on 8100 for all your custom publishing needs
2: a lot of people who listen to this show are small business owners and entrepreneurs and legal representation is critical and it's critical to have it before you need it but if someone defames you online or off find a defamation lawyer as soon as possible not doing so could inadvertently ruin an otherwise solid claim Kelly Warner Law caters to people like you, entrepreneurs. One of the top internet law practices in the country, the attorneys at Kelly Warner have mastered the art of online reputation maintenance. Since opening their doors, Kelly Warner has helped more than a thousand businesses and professionals with all manner of trade libel and business defamation situations. More than just a client advocate, Kelly Warner's website is a resource for internet defamation news, tips, tips case studies, and statutes, both domestic and international. To read up on the legalities of online defamation law, head to KellyWarnerLaw.com, a boutique law firm that delivers big firm results and better for a fraction of the price. Kelly Warner works with clients across North America, Europe, Australia, Canada, and Asia. To learn more about Kelly Warner's internet defamation and trade libel legal practice for entrepreneurs and professionals, head on over to kellywarnerlaw.com forward slash infographic. That's K-E-L-L-Y-W-A-R-N-E-R-L-A-W dot com forward slash infographic. Infographic. You can also click on the logo on the ithinkfigure.com website. It takes
1: 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up. Make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org
2: now. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here today with John Wiley, who's the founder of the River of Refuge, and Kirk Miles, who is the president of Affinity Charitable Resources. One of the initiatives of Affinity Charitable Resources is the River of Refuge. And as I said, John is the founder of that. It's a nonprofit, Kansas City-based organization that's helping to transition homeless families from high rent motels so that they can get on their feet, save some money, and possibly even buy a home of their own eventually, right? And
0: yeah, that has happened for some of our families.
2: Good. I had not heard that part yet. The last time I caught up with you, John, I believe this was really just getting started when the community investor story hit, and uh, what I want to go back to is, weren't you driving by some of these motels on your way to work, and you saw kids standing out at the bus stops, yeah. and you're thinking, why are they standing outside of bus stops? Yeah, that's is
0: it- exactly how this all got yeah. started. One day, just being aware of what's going around in my community, mm-hmm. saw the kids at the, at, in front of a pay-by-the-week motel. And the school bus stopped. First, I thought the school bus was breaking down. Right. Why would it stop on the highway right mm-hmm. there? And I came to a stop because it was flashing its red lights. And there go six or seven age kids scurrying onto the bus. And it just twisted my mind for a moment. And I thought, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. How could this be? I. And uh, that very weekend, I showed up there with some friends to knock on doors, to hear stories, to find out. That's where we discovered... Man, we had families living in this motel for five or six years. Children sleeping on the floor. All their earthly possessions ring the inside of the room mm-hmm. in plastic and cardboard boxes, and they don't want to be there. Right. You know, uh, some people are there and they want to be there, but there are some in there that they really want out. Mm-hmm. You know, the responsible parents, when the kids get home from school and they get off the bus, the responsible parents won't let the children out of the room. Yeah. And they won't let them out to go play on the asphalt parking lot. Exactly. And so those are the families, but we have an eye for. We want to get mm-hmm. them out and advocate for them to have a, a a safer life. And it doesn't take much to do it. It really is interesting. It, this has all come about because we have amazing donors in Kansas City, yes. like like Kirk Miles and and Mike Wren, that have come alongside, and so many businesses and individual donors who help with ten dollars, fifty dollars. Businesses that are sponsoring our annual gala, the things that are done to help move this forward. So now we're helping hundreds of families.
2: Yeah, it all adds up. Sometimes people think. That's what I said, you know. At the beginning of the show, sometimes businesses think they don't have, you know, these huge uh, amounts of resources and time. But like you said, small contributions even add up and make a difference. Huge and, difference. And now you're not helping a handful of families. You're helping, as you said, hundreds, hundreds. of families. Now you made it sound kind of easy, actually. <laughs> and I know. And you're involved um, with uh, Raytown public officials as well. That's been part of your background. I believe you were a councilman. At I was one at one, point. one time. Yes. Yeah. So you know how all. That works. Yes. Uh, you take an, a former. First of all, you have to sell somebody on the idea. I mean, you, you know, buying the hospital that that had to take some negotiation. Then you have to work with the city on rezoning. You have to set up a program. I mean, tell us about how all that works. It's
0: been an interesting process. Uh, some people, you know, they don't realize the River of Refuge is helps families today. Uh, this month, for, you know, every month we're advocating for three to four new families a month, and at the same time. We're moving this former hospital forward with mm-hmm. all the things you just outlined. It took, uh, it took two years to go through the, the normal process with the city for land use changes, to repurpose the property, to explain how the program will run. And we've had no opposition. Uh, Kansas City's been great to work with. They uh, they recognize the need. Johnson County has been a big help. The state of Missouri we've been uh, graciously funded with many tax credits, hundreds of thousands of tax credits in dollar value mm-hmm. for area businesses where they can direct their state taxes to us wow. and get tax credits rather than into the directly into the state coffers which has allowed us to put on a $1.2 million roof recently for a, for a well-known Kansas City roofing company who partnered with us. So from the big donations to the small donations and working with the city. So here we are. We're right up to the point where we're getting ready to open our first 11 units mm-hmm. after three years of repurposing this hospital while we're working with families every month at the same time. We just received an overture from a Kansas City business for a $1.8 million donation oh my. to help get us over the top to get these first 11 units open. And those are attached. To Missouri tax credits.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, how insightful, though, for the state of Missouri to realize, okay, we may be taking a one-time, I'll use hit, for lack of a better word, hit on taxes, but they have the foresight to understand you get these people on their feet and it, being able to save some money, buy a house, being able to spend more money. I mean, the taxes Correct. are going to come. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then not only do the businesses get the benefit of the Missouri tax credit, mm-hmm. they get the full deduction on the federal level. Ah. So the tax benefits benefit to the corporation is huge, and they realize it's, it's a smart investment, and it goes directly to help people right here where we live because these are producing families. They have jobs. They shop, so it's elevating the entire community. Absolutely. Everybody benefits from this.
2: Yeah. What does a business have to do in order to qualify for these tax credits? Do I have to give a 1 million dollar donation or can it be a much smaller it amount? It can be
0: uh, much smaller. To qualify,
2: mm-hmm. you have
0: to owe some Missouri taxes. Really? That's, that's it. it. That's and really how many it. of
2: us
1: do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so
0: then we actually have a tax credit expert on on our staff, former banker mm-hmm. who's uh, you know, actually takes care of all of our uh our pencil pushing and all of our accounting, and he's become an expert at tax credits, and he can help any Missouri business owner or individual understand the tax credits. It's really easy to do and fill out a couple of forms, and you get the certificate in the mail that says when you pay your taxes, you throw the certificate down, and it's done. It's really easy. It
2: sounds like it is very yeah. easy, and so if a business was interested in getting involved with that, how would they get in touch with you? Or yeah, they
0: would that just or They would just contact us directly at River of Refuge. Just go to our website. There's mm-hmm. a how to contact us there. Okay. There's phone numbers and email addresses. Our website's riverofrefuge.com.
2: Okay, so very easy, com. And then tell us about the program. You're about ready to uh, have your first 11 families come in and, and live in this converted hospital. What are they um, going to be doing while they're there? What is this program that you refer to? Well, these
0: rooms that we're opening are two, three, and four bedroom apartments. Mm-hmm. They'll be living and eating for free. While they're there, as I've indicated earlier, they'll have a savings account where we verify their weekly rent deposit, their their weekly rent payment to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so we tailor make their graduation based on their earning capacity. So they'll meet every week with, a, with one of our volunteer counselors, mm-hmm. uh, whom we've trained, and, and they become, you know, the, our, we call our our uh, the families we're helping our members. Yes. Right? Yes. So they're a member of our community. And so we meet with them weekly, help them toward their goals. So if I know their income level, and they've disclosed all of their obligations financially to get them whole so that all the past utility bills are paid, nothing will keep them from getting utilities turned on. Mm-hmm. We advocate you know, to get them great landlords who will work with them because they've graduated from our program. So when they leave, it's our goal that they'll have first month's, last month, security deposit, and at least 60 days of living expenses free and unencumbered in the bank, something mo- many of these families have never had the chance to really get caught up to catch mm-hmm. their breath.
2: Exactly. You
0: know, if you or I missed a, a, a paycheck or two, it hurt, but we'd probably recover. Right. But when you're living on the edge like this and you, you're just, you know, uh, Down that far, one missed paycheck throws you years behind.
2: yeah, you're probably never going to be able to recover from it. So our program is to snatch them,
0: keep them from getting into that permanent homeless situation.
2: Exactly. So they're living rent-free, but what you're – they're actually paying rent, but what you're taking it is putting it in a savings account so that they can have uh, first and last month's deposit. Yeah. and use it to get rid of some of their other uh, financial
0: yes. burdens. Imagine yeah. the dignity, though, Absolutely. for these families,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, uh, that they've done this and they saved their money. Right. Right. So right. It, there's some there's some esteem that comes back to them, self-esteem, that healthy self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And so it's just wonderful. To work with families. I have two families right now today that we're advocating for that are stuck in motels. I think of their children right now. I'm thinking of them, mm-hmm. you know, that even though our facility is so close to being opened, I'm thinking of two families that we are working with this month to get out of these, this endless homeless cycle.
2: Yeah. You talk about the dignity. The other thing that is is just glaring here is the uh, role models they're becoming to their children, though, to show that we can do it and there is a better way, and uh, they're setting their children up for a better future mm-hmm. instead of being part of that just sometimes never-ending cycle. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're lifting themselves up. So It's
0: interesting you bring that up. I, I was recently contacted by a man who I, I'd never met before mm-hmm. uh, in his you know, mid-20s, wanted to have coffee with me about River Refuge, so I showed up. And uh, he, he, he sat down with me. He said, I just came to say to you thank you and don't quit. I was humbled by this. Mm-hmm. Thank you and don't quit what? He goes, I was raised in a motel by my mom. We moved 35 times oh as a child living in pay-by-the-week motels. This was a well-dressed, well-educated businessman in the community. And I realized then that I'm the impact that we're having, we're having on children
2: yes.
1: who
0: will 10 and 15 and 20 years from now be just like this young man right here who right. was saying to me, please don't quit.
2: Exactly. Please keep
0: going. People like me, we're worth it.
2: Exactly. And how, how long do they live there? Do you have a, a time frame, or is it based on their job? I mean, how yeah. long can they Every there?
0: Every family will be staying on a custom-made calendar. Okay. So we don't want to uh, – uh, so we base that on their earning capacity and what's going to be required to get them whole according to mm-hmm. our standards. So then we use the calendar. We find the date based on those two equations. And so that we can move toward that exact graduating date, we have some great programs in Kansas City that will help families like ours. Very similarly, however, they run on a very tight calendar. You can only be in their program for six weeks, right. and then you're out. Mm-hmm. We we um, we're not critical of that. We just realize we choose to do that. Differently, Exactly. And we want to move that calendar to a time where we know they're going to be successful.
2: Mm-hmm. And you, you have some uh, goals they have to hit besides their financial. They have to stay with their job. I yeah. believe they have to stay
0: drug-free. They do. Yeah. All and, the normal things that we right. would expect from a contributing citizen of our community. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We, You know, if you're going to be in our community, civility, mm-hmm. you know, obey the community rules, you'd be drug-free, you have to be gainfully employed, Um, If someone's not gainfully employed, they can't come into our program. Uh, it, it just doesn't work. Our right. program won't work for you if you're not employed. So well, these then people you know say, well, what about the people who don't have jobs? Well, there's great programs in Kansas City that can help you get mm-hmm. a job. Then come see me. Exactly. So we're really good at what we do. We know what we do. We do it well. We're very focused. There's lots of great groups in Kansas City that can help. We're just very narrow and niched and know exactly how to help these families.
2: When this is up and running at full capacity, how many families will you be able to uh, provide homes to? Oh,
0: my. The yeah. <laughs> a lot. It's a hundred and a fifty thousand square foot facility.
2: It is big. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I I'm, numbers uh, come to me right now. I'm thinking there's going to be north just north of seventy apartment units mm-hmm. that will eventually be completely built out in the entire facility. So it's on twenty acres.
2: Yeah. Well, you, you're doing great work. And again, if somebody would like to get involved with this project, RiverofRefuge.com is that the best way? Yeah.
0: River RiverofRefuge.com. There's great videos there. Tell the story. All the contact information. Every year every year we do a annual fundraiser, have lots of fun uh, doing that and uh, mm-hmm. just uh, check us out online. Yeah
2: when is the fundraiser?
0: It's always in September. Okay. I don't have so the date, up, have the date in front of me. Not yeah. far. We always have great entertainment, have lots of fun, lots of giveaways, silent auctions and businesses can uh, contact us now for sponsorship. Okay. We get businesses, we ask for business partners to come and sponsor uh, the event, so that the money that's raised can go directly to the families. So there's $2,000 sponsorship levels, $500 sponsorship levels for businesses and corporations mm-hmm. to say, you know what, we believe in this, we want to sponsor that gala. This would be the time to contact us now on the gala. We're actively working on that.
2: Okay. So again, for businesses who want to do something, and even if you're very small and you think you don't have a lot to give, he just talked about $500 sponsorships. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. They all all add up so they don't do. think that you can't contribute to this and kurt any any final thoughts as we wrap up today
3: well i just encourage everyone to to go to the website see the great work that they do uh, support this organization we're we're proud to be a part of it uh mike wren and, and our group out there at affinity enterprise uh group we we just really enjoy working with john he he walks the walk uh and uh we're proud to support him
2: Okay, riverofrefuge.com. Thank you, gentlemen, for all the work that you do.
0: Thank you. Thanks.
2: And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
3: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.